0: We are back yet again on the Thick Manning podcast, and after an exciting week of football, we are here to give you our predictions for the second week of the NFL season. Now, we missed the Thursday night game. We may go into that on TikToks later, but for right now, we are going to focus on the Sunday and Monday games. And starting these off, we have an exciting matchup between the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Now, I do think location is going to play a key factor in this one. The Ravens are a very good team at home. They are still at They're going to have Dobbins back for the first time, I believe, all year, and I think that is going to be the difference maker. Don't get me wrong. The Dolphins are a very good team. They've got great receivers, very good defense. Tua is showing very promising signs of developing. I just don't think it's going to quite be enough against that elite Ravens defense and against Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. So I'm going to say the Ravens edge them out in a game which comes down to the late third early fourth quarter.
1: It's funny that you mentioned that Tua is developing when we've probably seen maybe the worst, I don't know, maybe you didn't see it yet, the worst clip of all time from a quarterback press conference that I personally have ever seen. In this clip, he says, that he can't see over his offensive line because he's a smaller guy and he is having trouble seeing guys run open. Now that to me is not encouraging for the Dolphins season this year and to his long term future. I, that makes me think he's going to struggle to beat these more elite teams like the Ravens. Now they looked good against the Patriots, but that is because they have all that hi, uh, high end talent at wide receiver. They have all that speed at wide receiver with Tyreek Hill in Jalen Waddle. The biggest play from that game came from an underthrown ball from Tua and Tyreek went up and Whoa. took it away from the corner. Let
0: me talk, Isaiah. I need to finish. One, so, that's not the biggest play. The biggest play was a Jalen Waddle touchdown.
1: And that play was made all by Jalen Waddle. So exactly, nah, you're proving my point. Now, nah. when it comes to this game, when it comes to this game, I think the Ravens are going to once again win pretty easily with their run game, Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, their backfield. They have a bunch of good tight ends. Devin DuVernay in against the Jets showed that he's very capable of possibly being a good wide receiver in this league. Rashad Bateman made a couple plays, so I don't think this game is going to be very close. So we saw the Dolphins run game is good with uh, Mike McDaniels leading the way as the off- as the head coach and also putting some of his philosophies into the run game, but I think it's going to be a relatively easy one for Baltimore. I
0: don't know what football you watched last week. That ball to a throw to Jalen Waddle. Sure, Wall did some stuff after the catch. That was right where it needed to be for him to get the ball. Like, Tua looks good, and you're going to make fun over. Can't see over his offensive line. Drew Brees couldn't see over his so O-line. Kyler Murray couldn't see over his so O-line. They're both very good quarterbacks. Drew Brees wanted. To best quarterbacks ever so I just don't think it's a particularly valid chrism. I think you are a hater I think you are envious that the Miami Dolphins have a young quarterback who's actually developing as opposed to Daniel Jones who is sitting and rotting in New York but we don't get into that have we you have ever seen a, a co- have year. you
1: ever seen Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, or Russell Wilson say they can't get a player the ball because they can't see over the offensive line
0: that is literally what he's saying he's how saying do you can't see get guys someone say something how do you see someone say something exactly they're, you Shut see it. them
1: talking I mean Shut people it. are going to see us You're talking done. right now You're done. they're <laughs> okay, listening to us talk
0: Speaking of losing in New York... We have a matchup in the great city of Cleveland between the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. And look, I feel bad for the Jets. It's going to be another one of those seasons. Week one against the Ravens should have made that quite apparent. And while the Browns don't have a very good quarterback, they still have the best defensive line in the league, in my opinion. They've got an amazing running back tandem. They've got a functional functional receiving core and a very good O-line. They're going to roll over the Jets. It's not going to be particularly close. This one's going to be more one side than the Ravens game was last week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, at every position on the field the Browns have a better team they have the better pass rush with Garrett and Clowney they have the better running backs I mean people want to think that M- Brees Hall is going to be the next stud over there in New York Michael Carter's getting more touches than him at the wide receiver position I'm still going to lean Browns because Amari Cooper is more established than any guy in the Jets roster so Braxton like-
0: Barrios is kind of dirty <laughs>
1: so I definitely agree with Isaiah despite the fact that Jacoby Brissett did not look great in his first game against the Panthers I think the Browns win this one defense is going to dominate and the running backs like they did against the Panthers are probably going to put up a crap ton of yards
0: and one thing which bears mentioning the Browns certainly have a better kicker that dude is an absolute stud Cade York or whatever his name was 58 yards for the win what an animal good from 70 for the brand For the brand. And speaking of the brand, we've got a matchup between MCDC and Ron Rivera up in the Motor City where the Detroit Football Lions take on the Washington Commanders football team and name redacted. And I think this is going to be the first time the Lions pull off a W in a long time. It's going to be the first time in a long time they've been favored to win a game, and they're going to go out there and beat the snot out of the Commanders. I don't think it's going to be particularly close. I think Campbell's going to have his boys ready to run through a brick wall. The pass rush may bother Goff, but the Lions have a very solid offensive line so I would not be surprised if this game got away from Washington pretty quickly and all, it will be a decisive win to set the course for the remainder of the season for Detroit
1: yeah I mean we saw in week one the Commanders did much better than I certainly expected them to do Isaiah picked them to win but they also looked pretty good and that happened to be against the Jaguars and I have to give a shout out to Jahan Dotson because I've been one of his I was not as excited as it was other rookie receivers and he looked great in week one now heading into this week then there's the Lions who played a much better team last week in the Eagles and they hung with them the entire game barely lost Washington had a much easier matchup Detroit had a real matchup so I think Detroit's going to not easily win this game might win by 10 points or something like that and I think just The way they're coached, the culture that they're building, I don't think that Washington has that yet and they're going after a patty cake win against the Jaguars, they're not going to be able to handle Detroit.
0: See, I will absolutely guarantee a Detroit Lions victory. There is no shred of doubt in my mind they are winning this week. Absolute faith in the boys of Detroit. Next, we have an AFC matchup between two teams who do not have a win. One's got a tie, one's got a loss. It's between the Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And some people might think, okay, the Colts went out and lost to the Texans. They're going to be angry. They're going to come out hot. Jonathan Taylor is a force of nature. He's going to run rampant on the Jaguars. That's just not going to happen. Colts don't play well in Jacksonville. They never play well in Jacksonville. After a tie, they're going to record a loss. They're going to be last place in their own division after the Jackson Jaguars, behind Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence, go out there and beat the snot out of them. It's going to be a close game, but it's going to be a physical game, and I think the Jaguars will win a physical game in Jacksonville.
1: So, you're picking the Jaguars to win after last week where you think they had no shot against the Commanders, and I think everyone (laughs) with a brain recognizes... The Colts
0: don't win in Jacksonville. That's just how the it is. The Colts are a Patriots better football don't win in Miami, team than the Jaguars. And the Colts don't win in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, well, he, but John and Taylor went for 164 last week against the Texans. The Jaguars also don't have a very good run defense. They have a good pass rush now with Trevon Walker and Josh Allen. But I think with what the Colts showed against the Texans, they kind of had that late second half push. I think they just got out to a slow week one start. We know week one doesn't matter. And I think the Colts are going to bring it back, win by multiple scores against the Jaguars this week. Nah, you're
0: off your door. There ain't win by multiple. Mo- I'm off and my at board. At fair yeah, minimum, yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to be a tight game. I don't know what to tell you. You are just a hater of Trevor Lawrence. You're envious that he can actually throw a ball a little bit, unlike Justin Fields, who has to have the weather and God save him from the 49ers. Speaking of weather, we are now <laughs> going to kick over to somewhere which is in a dome, the most famous dome in all of football, the Superdome, for an exciting match between the Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. And after the Saints went out there and played a close one with Atlanta, which required a grade A Classico Atlanta choke to win, I just can't pick them to win. I just can't do it. The Buccaneers offense look bad against the solid Cowboys defense. It's week one. Tom Brady is going to bounce back. He's going to get his mind back on football. Giselle's going to stop threatening to divorce him, and he's going to throw for forward at passing him. The Buccaneers are going to win this game. I think it's going to be fairly easy. Slamp Boy is probably going to have another good performance. But other than him, it's going to be a rough outing for the Saints.
1: Another game this week where you are just so wrong and not thinking very deeply into the matchup. Now, on the surface level, I would agree with you. Normally, I am picking the Buccaneers to win 10 times out of 10 because I love the talent they have on offense. I love their defense. Tom Brady is still a very capable quarterback, even at his age. But when you take a look at the injury report, it tells you a different story. Every wide receiver on the Buccaneers offense is dealing with an injury from Mike Evans to Julio Jones, Russell Gage. Chris Godwin's definitely not going to play after, I think, I want to say hamstring issue I believe he left the last game with so he's not playing every offensive weapon in that game for the Buccaneers is dealing with something and when you look at how the game went against the Cowboys the offense did not look all that great to me Tom Brady looked a little off now I know like Isaiah said week one but he did look a little off and if all of the receivers are dealing with injuries I don't think they're going to be able to win this one I think the Saints are going to come out with Jameis Mike Thomas looks to be a little bit back and maybe he's not quite what he used to be but he's still very good and I think the Saints they have the defense to deal with the buccaneers offensive weapons just due to the fact they're all dealing with some type of injury
0: so what you're saying is the buccaneers receivers are basically going to get a full week of rest not to practice and come and play the saints and that somehow makes you think the saints are going to win okay go for it if man generally if you're dealing with an injury <laughs> you're
1: you're not okay be it's at a your bunch of vote. veterans
0: injury Injury is the key word. Bruce Arians said he was running the show down there. Their job was to get guys to Sunday. I think they're just getting these guys to Sunday. But speaking for going forward when it matters the most, the New York Giants, who won on an insane two-point conversion from the great Saquon Barkley, are facing off against Baker Mayfield and his Carolina Panthers in the Big Apple. And I really do want to pick Baker Mayfield. I want him to get his first win. I want him to look good. I think he will look decent against the Giants defense, which is still somewhat lacking. But Saquon appears to be back. The Giants receivers look much better than they did last year, and Dale Jones is still completely in net and should never settle on the football field again, <laughs> but he does not look as bad as you. He's not as big of a turnover machine. So... I kind of want to pick the Giants, but just for the brand's sake, I do think the Giants are going to win. But I'm saying the Panthers are going on the road to the big. No, you can't. You
1: can't play this nonsense game with me. My pick is the Panthers.
0: My pick is the Panthers. The Panthers are going to win, but the Giants. Yeah, but you're
1: trying to place a caveat in there, and if anyone, anyone who watched, if the Giants win.
0: they did their job. They don't, they screwed up. How about that?
1: Now, one of my least favorite type of fans is Panthers fans, because if you say anything negative about Christian McCaffrey, they are going to start putting, they're going to start protesting in your front lawn. They're going to send you death threats because to them, they, he is their God. He is the best football player on planet earth. And anyone who watched Saquon play last week, he showed just how dynamic he is. He showed that he's better than Christian McCaffrey. And he showed he is more than capable at this point in his career of taking over a football game. Christian McCaffrey's made of Glass Baker Mayfield throws the ball to the other team quite too often, even at this point in his career. And I think in this game
0: they have last game. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> the line is fumbles, which again, you as a Giants fan don't want to bring up with old Danny boy taking your snaps, but. <laughs> and Saquon is going to dominate this game. Show why he is
1: the best running back in the NFL. He just did it to a solid run defense in the Titans. They could not handle him. And I think the Giants are going to somehow start the season 2-0, even though they may not, I mean, in my head, I'm like, they're not going to win six games and somehow they're starting 2-0. and
0: So we've gone from you saying the Giants need to move on from Saquon Barkley to you now saying he's the best running back in all football over the course of. A week and a half well that, just to be clear where we are that's not the same thing i never said they should and move we've off gone him from week of, one not mattering to saquon barkley being the best running back in football because of week one in the span of three minutes
1: an individual performance for a running back whose uh game relies solely on athleticism and we've been questioning his athleticism the past two seasons due to his injury and seemingly a uh, decrease in explosiveness and he shows all of that in week one you can project that to success later in the season especially when he was reading running Lanes like we've seen him struggle with at points in his career he was running through people like we've seen him struggle with in this points sounds in his like
0: a tremendous amount of self-flatuation for the Giants man. look Saquon's going to be a good running back. he's gonna to be top five maybe top three if he stays healthy unless a bunch of other guys get hurt he's not the best and frankly I don't think he's good goes Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey should say a much rougher defensive matchup it's neither here nor there though we're going to see why Saquon is better
1: than McCaffrey. McCaffrey gets all of these, you know, passes for getting injured. Saquon doesn't get those. For some reason, you know, You're kidding me, always right? Like second-best running back in the NFL. Saquon, all of a sudden, you know— You're kidding
0: me, right? You're, people spent the entire offseason— no, we're not getting into this. We are going to bog the video Sounds down. like there's and a whole lot of coping going on. You are dragging here. me into a Giants debate, which I do not want to be a part of. I'm not feeding your obsession anymore. <laughs> now, onto a football game which is going to be entertaining, unlike that one. We've got a match between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. Dicely entertaining. I admit an incredibly boring defensive slog where the Steelers dominate because they've got more high talent at receiver, running back, and defense. They're going to beat the Patriots. The Patriots aren't that good. Tomlin is a psychopath and he's going to exact revenge upon Belichick for all those years we been blasted by him in the playoffs and late in the reign of the season and this one is going to be a blowout Steelers win doesn't matter they don't have TJ Watt just a better team every position I mean, including quarterback
1: that's exactly how I see the game going I don't even have that much to add because when you look at it I think Mitch Trubisky's Patriots fans don't want to hear this but Mitch at this point is in his career and Mac at this point in his career they are pretty much very similar quarterbacks in how they play the game and also with what weapons they have available to him Mitch has much better weapons at receiver available to him Mac doesn't have the best weapons at that receiver available to him Mac may have it depends on if Najee plays I don't remember his injury update I'm um, not quite sure about that, so that is definitely an element to the game, but I see the Steelers winning this one. Not
0: particularly close. Number one, I think we can agree it's not going to be particularly close. The Rams are pissed off. They're playing in so fine in front of all those celebrities. again. Man, the Atlanta Falcons are coming to town. There is no chance. There isn't a snowball's chance in hell that the Rams lose two in a row to start the season. It's just not happening. If that does happen, I think Matthew Stafford has an arm which is about this close to falling off. The Rams are going to dominate this game. They're going to have a good running attack. Their receivers are going to look good and it's not going to be particularly close. I'd be mace the falcons cracked 15 points
1: <laughs> yeah i i would have to agree because you know the rams have cooper cup they have an elite defense or what we think is only defense that got shelled by the bills and in week one the falcons did look promising against the uh, saints M- marcus mariotto i think proved that he's probably one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the nfl he had a very good performance with what he was able to do on the ground against that saints defense so what i wouldn't be surprised if the falcons make it somewhat close i know you're saying it's going to be a blowout but i wouldn't be surprised if it winds up being like 28-17 and there's a little bit little bit of back and forth going
0: there this game's over by the halftime show <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a halftime show?
0: Uh, probably. It's SoFi Stadium. You don't go for football. You go to get entertained.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point.
0: All right. Speaking of entertaining, a matchup between the 49ers and Seahawks does not look entertaining after the first week. The 49ers looked awful in the rain at Soldier Field. Can't really fault them too much. Can't fault Trey Lance all that much for just failing to launch. But the Seahawks looked real on defense. They're often still a bit shaky. Geno Smith, very good quarterback in the first half, very bad quarterback in the second half. So we're going to have to wait and see how that turns out longer, but I'm going to pick the 49ers they got a better defense they got a better running game their receivers in terms of number one talent if kittles back in terms of the whole court are better than the seahawks and i think Trey Lance is going to have a decent game so why is in fact he started for the 49ers and if not hey we're gonna get to see jimmy g real soon
1: now When it comes down to this game, I'm going to still pick the 49ers to win because they have that elite pass rush. We saw it some against the Bears, although the Bears' offensive line somehow did a pretty good job. They only Justin Fields was only sacked two times, but the Bears had no run game in that game. And now the 49ers have to play against Rashad Penny, who looked very good in week one. Geno Smith looked much better than I think we all expected him to. So with Trey Lance's limitations at this point in his very young career, I'm not saying he's going to wind up being a draft bust, but... I think in this week we are going to see another close game. I'm picking the 49ers to pull it out because there's going to be good weather, so that'll help Trey Lance's performance. And the 49ers have a much better defense. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of closer than we expected, like happened with the Bears and 49ers, where the Bears actually wound up winning. I think it's it's going to wind up being a relatively low scoring game, and I think the 49ers are going to pull it out.
0: So little faith in Trey Lance. I think it's going to be one side. It may be low scoring just of how the uh, 49ers play football, kind of how that Ravens Jets game was in terms of that Jets never really had shop. The rims, never got way ahead of them. I'd have to wait and see. Next is a game you are not going to enjoy picking because you hate both these teams. Dallas Cowboys facing off in Jerry World against the Bengals. And look, I hate the Bengals as much as the next guy, but I hate the Cowboys all the more, which is why it's going to pain me to pick them to win this game. Now, I know they don't have Dak <laughs> Prescott. I am well aware. But at the same time, I'm going to sit here and pound the set and say Micah Parsons, who had two sacks and a decent Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line, is going to Feast upon Joe Burrow. If Burrow drops back more than 30 times this game, Micah Parsons might have four sacks. I think he's better than TJ Watt, if you want my honest opinion. He looked insane as a rookie, looked insane week one. He is going to dominate this game. I think it's one of those games, you think back to Khalil Mack getting five sacks in the game, just taking over a matchup when he was on the race. I think that's what's gonna happen here. Micah Parsons is going to dominate. The Cowboys are going to find a way to win a chippy, low-scoring game in J-World, and Joe Burrow will continue to be clowned by everyone with half a brain.
1: Well, when you take a look at the Bengals, and we love to slander the Bengals, but, you know, part of me does hate the Cowboys more, but I'm also going to be realistic with this. The Bengals in week one against the Steelers, Joe Burrow turned the ball over Five times he turned the ball over five times and still only lost the game because his kicker missed the game-winning kick. So when when we're playing the Cowboys, who put up three points against the Buccaneers, the, the Bengals are going to win this game. The Cowboys don't have Dak at quarterback. Their wide receivers are not very good. Their offensive line is not very good. The Bengals have a pretty good pass rush. So I don't see this game being close at all. I think Joe Burrow is going to throw for over three hundred yards. He did it against the Steelers' defense, which in my opinion is better than the Cowboys. I, I I don't see how this game is close. I don't see how the Cowboys have a chance at winning.
0: Well, you clearly, again, do not have faith. Individual effort. Trayvon Diggs is going to have a good game. Lock people up. Micah Parsons, elite performance. Ezekiel Elliott, probably not going to do too much. It's just what Zeke does these days. But you he know he's going to have a real good outing. Someone who's going to prove himself. He's going to earn himself a few million dollars with his performance on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. I'll really keep track of when these games are. Cooper Rush. It is the... Perfect opportunity for Cooper Rush to come out there and show everyone why he is an NFL writer he deserves a starting job, Why he's better than someone like a Marcus Mariota, maybe even a Geno Smith. This is the Cooper Rush game. We, you remember Matt Flynn throwing five touchdowns, six touchdowns against Detroit. We're going to see a similar performance, similar result, a win. Not those numbers, but Cooper Rush is going to dominate this game offensively. Micah Parsons, Strayvon Diggs, dominate defensively. Cowboys got this one. I don't know what to tell you, man.
1: I don't see that happen.
0: You just have zero faith in them, boys. And I'll blame them. They suck. All right, Broncos country, let's ride. Look, I like Davis Mills more than most, but I think he's the best quarterback in his class at the moment. That being said, I just can't pick him to go to Denver and beat Russell Wilson after Russell Wilson got humiliated in Seattle in his first game back. The Broncos also aren't going to fumble the football twice on the one-yard line this game, so... ah. I just gotta give it to the Broncos I know I picked against the Texans last week. I'm picking against them again. The Broncos are gonna smoke them. There's not really too much. <laughs> if the if the Broncos lose this game
1: that is what that's the most embarrassing thing that could quite possibly happen to Russell Wilson not only did he lose to his hometown or not a hometown team but his old team he lost to a team that was projected to win four or five games by many people in the media many fans and now he's going up against the Texans including us and now he's going against the Texans who are also projected to win less than five games based on the overall talent they have on their roster so if he starts the season 0-2 to those teams Nathaniel Hackett might as well be fired right there and we'll be let wondering why they even bothered paying Russell Wilson because the Broncos quarterback woes from they've had from probably the past whenever since uh, Peyton Manning left are going to continue because if they they can't lose this game so I'm picking them to win
0: the Broncos are at a coaching disadvantage Lovey's not that bad of a head coach I'm pretty high on him they the Texans had no business tying that game I know Blankenship had a terrible outing still oh I don't know man I want to pick him but I'm not going to I want to go with my heart I gotta go with the brain And speaking of using our brains, we are going to do that, unlike certain former head coaches of the next team we're going to talk about, by picking the Oakland Raiders at home in Las Vegas to beat the Arizona Cardinals. I feel bad for Kyler Murray. There's going to be a lot of narratives about his play calling, his study of film, his time spent on 2K now that it just came out, getting his my player up to snuff, working on his mid-range and that. But really, the Cardinals are at disadvantage. Worst wide receivers, worst tight end, I'd say worst defensive line. secondary. I think, is kind of a wash and... If we're being honest, worst passing quarterback. Kyler is much more mobile, but in terms of just slinging the ball, Carr is better than him. So I think that is going to give the Raiders the edge. They're going to win a fairly close game on Sunday afternoon.
1: Well, you take a look at the Chargers. They, the, Raiders played one of the best teams in the NFL, not just the AFC last week in the Chargers. And it was a close game. They lost by, what was it, five points? 24-19, I believe the score was. So, they're going against the Cardinals. Like you said, I am think they're betting pretty much everywhere. They can compete with pretty much anyone. Devontae Adams had 10 catches for 100-something yards went off. Darren Waller had 80-something yards. They have a very good offense. They have a good pass rush. Didn't get going last week. And then we see the Chargers. They just played the Chiefs. The Chargers probably win that game, especially with how their pass rush is, if Justin Herbert doesn't throw that pick six. And they were in the Chiefs' stadium. So Raiders had a very good performance week one despite the loss. There's no doubt in my mind they win this game.
0: None whatsoever. Now on to Sunday Night Football, where we get one of those classic rivalries, which just hasn't been the same for two decades now. A Green Bay Packers squad hungry for their first victory take on the upstart Bears who upset the mighty San Francisco 49ers. And look, I'll put it like this. Everyone in the world is going to pick the Packers to win this game. Oh, pissed off Aaron Rodgers is going to yell at his workers here week one doesn't matter. Nah. The Bears did what Aaron Rodgers has never been able to do and beat the 49ers. So if you think about by a law of equivalent exchange and whatnot, that means the Bears are a better football team than the Green Bay <laughs> Packers. They scored more points in a driving rain than a Packers squad did in perfect weather. What more do you need to say? The Bears are going to go out there and beat the Green Bay Packers. Upset of the week, by far. No one is going to see this game coming but me. Bears win. Mooney has an amazing night. Fields has an amazing night. Their defense looks very solid, and Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show and cries many, many bitter tears on Tuesday.
1: I want to believe that the Bears can win this game because I am a very big Justin Fields fan, as Isaiah knows, and maybe some people that listen to us talk, but I just don't... I, I don't see a way they can win this game against the Packers. After week one... There's no, the receivers can't be much worse than they were. The offense for the Packers can't be much worse than it was. And the Bears' defense is not quite as good as the Vikings' defense, at least in my opinion. And on the Packers' defensive side of the ball, Mooney is not Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is one of the four or five guys in the NFL that you simply can't cover, and you just have to find a way to slow down. So I think the Packers wind up winning this game. Now, I want the Bears to win. I want to see Justin Fields light up the Packers, but... I don't see with the talent he has on his roster how that's possible.
0: So, little faith. Justin Fields is the talent. Tristan, he doesn't need any talent around him besides <laughs> Mooney, someone to catch the ball. Alright, on to the Monday night games, and we have two this week, both of which are looking like pretty good matchups after week one. Maybe not so much for the Titans, but the Bills are taking on DTNC Dines, led by Derrick Henry at home in Buffalo. And previously, last year specifically, the Bills' biggest issue was their run defense when Tradavius White went down late this the season, had some issues in coverage as well but they struggled defending the run. Derrick Henry ran all over them. Jonathan Taylor ran all over them. They just couldn't stop it. Their run defense looks pretty good or looked pretty good in that Rams game. I think that's going to translate. Are they going to be able to just fully stuff Henry? Probably not. But the acquisition of Von Miller, those two safeties coming down hard in the box, that is going to be enough to slow him down at least. And if Henry is slowed... That Titans offense is doing nothing. There is no one on that team to throw to. And Ryan Dale isn't that good for quarterback in the first place. This one's going to be a Bills victory. I think it's not going to be a blowout just because the Titans have a bad habit of uh, running the clock down pretty quickly with all their running. But I'm going to get this one the Bills.
1: There's no way the Titans win this game. They just lost to the Giants, whose defense is nowhere near what the Bills' defense is, at least in my opinion. The Bills have Josh Allen, one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think Herbert, Allen, and Mahomes, they're they're all exchangeable to me at this point, to a certain extent. And the Bills are better at every position on the field, with the exception of running back with Derrick Henry. So I don't see a way the Titans win this game. They couldn't do it against the Giants, and now they're going to Buffalo. I don't see a, a There's no way they win this game.
0: Eh, I don't know, man. Derek Henry, 200-yard, and I could theoretically... I'm not dismissing him. I'm just saying it's unlikely because the Bills' run defense got better, but there's a way. They're, the path is there. It's just narrow.
1: They would have to slow down the game, get an interception off of Josh Allen, get up early, and just keep that run game going. They can do that to anyone, but I just don't see that happening, especially with how elite the Bills' offense is and how good Josh Allen is.
0: Stranger things have happened. And you know... As a Vikings fan, I think back to the last time they played in the great city of Philadelphia. NFC Championship game. Vikings had just pulled off the Minnesota Miracle, the high point of the season by far. The best play maybe in playoff non-Super Bowl division history. And then they just got slaughtered by the Eagles. It was an embarrassing game. Case Keenum looked awful. The defense looked shell-shocked. There was no run game. Latavius Murray did not get off the bus that week. And it was just very, very unfortunate for the Vikings fans. Tonight is, or Monday night, is redemption for that. They're going to ride on into Philadelphia with their minds full of that last fateful trip over there and show why they are a team which actually has playoff aspiration. A team which wants to go back to the NFC Championship. Which wants to go to the Super Bowl for the first time in a long time. I think they beat the Eagles. I know, the Eagles are the off-season champions. they got a good wide receiver. they got a good defensive line. That doesn't matter. The Vikings run outside. They've got good cornerbacks. They've got one of the best safeties in the NFL and Jalen Hurts is not an amazing passer of the football if you only beat the Detroit Lions by three points you cannot hope to compete with the legend of a man that is Kirk Cousins in prime time so now Isaiah
1: now Isaiah is riding the Vikings all of a sudden he's a big Kirk Cousins supporter when in recent history that has not been the case and he is very anti-Vikings hey what did
0: I say week one what did I say week one you said the Vikings are going to win, and why did I say they were going to win? Because you're now a Kirk Cousins <laughs> new era. Because it's a it's new changed. era. Mike, Mike out. Zimmer. Mike Zimmer is gone.
1: <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles in this one. I think we saw a lot from them against the Lions. They put up 36 points. The Lions defense wasn't great last year, but they do have Dan Campbell and they are turning things around. And I think Jalen Hurts is only getting better. The Eagles finally have two very good receivers. They have a good tight end. They have a solid backfield with a bunch of guys that work through it. And their defense, I think, is very can be very good with all the names they have there. Now, the question is, will they be able to stop Justin Jefferson? Like I said, he's one of those guys that is one of the four or five guys It's nearly impossible to cover. He's going to be productive no matter what. I'm going to pick the Eagles to win this one. I think the Eagles are going to control the game through the ground. They're going to slow Justin Jefferson down enough. Maybe they get to Kirk Cousins a little bit because it is prime time. I think the uh, Eagles win this one. So
0: little faith. We'll just have to wait and see. I take bold picks. You pick the home teams, the favorites. I'm out here riding with the Bears and the Vikings. What are you doing with yourself? I'm I am riding know. with I got the a NFC higher winning North, percentage with right With the now. exception of the Packers. Hey, man, it's not my fault Kyler Murray got banned from playing video games. Obviously, if he had, he would have been able to pick that Chiefs team apart. Just got enough time on that, but... Not here nor there.
1: Anyway, that has been our predictions. Let us know who you expect to win down in the comments below. Do you think the Cowboys are done for the season? Please subscribe. We're over 2,000 subscribers now. Thank you so much for that. Like the video and we will see you in the next one.